Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Hello, everybody. You smell that smell? What's that smell? It smells like dirty birds. It's the rivalry week. Governor's Cup. Cats. Cards. I'm Scots. Pumped. Tots. Stoops. Troops. <laughs> I'm fired up. You're fired up. I'm. Fo- I just. I hate Louisville so much. And like. Okay. It's it's like the fun kind of hating, you know. <laughs> like I just, I, I'm married to a lovely woman who she's an L one C four. Oh, like, do you all wait, even talk this wait, week? Wait, a Louisville fan, or she graduated from there? No, she she played for Louisville. She she uh, won five conference championships at Louisville. So she's um, definitely a Louisville fan. Yeah, she's good. Does she's, she get to keep all her championships? Yes, all That's the banners. Oh, so good for her, good, yes, she still has all of her banners. So uh, something not everyone could say. Um, my, my cousins, they've won a lot of things at <coughs> Louisville. They've won a lot of trophies. But you know what? Family is family, and rivalry is rivalry, and I want them to lose today, tomorrow, <laughs> and every single day because I hate Louisville. And actually, you know what? I take that back too, Drew. I don't want them to lose every day because I like when they think they're good. And right now, Louisville fans actually think they're good at football. They're not, and I'm with you. I want them to lose at everything. I want their rowing team to sink. I want every sport they have to fail miserably in every game they have. Charles, you grew up having to deal with these idiots on a regular basis. So you would go to lunch, and you would hear them hoot and holler. How much hooting and hollering are you hearing right now from the uh, L1C4ers? Community. There, <clears throat> there's a lot of hooter, hooting and hollering going on. But, I mean, let's face it. What, they have seven wins. Yeah. Yeah. Here, pull your they, uh, mic up oh. a little bit. I can't hear you very well. There they we have go. seven. There you oh, go. There he is. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, yeah. it's in front Too of your close. face now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, maybe, the, I mean, they have stuff to hoot and holler about. They have seven wins. Granted, it's in the ACC where there's how many good teams? I, I would go 500 in the ACC playing by myself. I agree with you. Ooh, KSR Football Podcast, we just become our own program. <laughs> I bet Austin, seriously, if we could just get it to the 50 somehow. <laughs> yeah. Just Austin. Yeah. Just leave with three. Yeah. We wouldn't get shut out, I'm certain. Yeah. We would get Austin in scoring position. Because they can't, like, they don't tackle. They don't block in that league. Don't do anything. So uh, the wild chuck would definitely get us into scoring territory, and if we can't punch it in with uh, me blocking for you on the goal line, Nick, then we yeah. have Austin. I, I would just I could block a few field goals. Yeah, I'm good for at least that. And and here's the other thing too that that I really love about all of their like, look how great we are. We beat a bunch of bad teams. It's like, well, remember when you were like I don't know top ten in the country like a couple years ago, and you actually won a lot of games. Like you weren't. 
always that bad. Petrino tried to ruin you. And, uh, you know, here you are. Scott Satterfield actually got them to play as a team one year. Congrats. He did it. He did it. But he's not going to do it this Saturday. No. I assume we're going to see the same offense we've been seeing. And with the way Louisville tackles, or the way they don't tackle because they can't, and the points they've been giving up to teams like Syracuse and all the other scrubs of the ACC, I'm confident UK will find the end zone a lot. Ooh, can I read you through some scores? Please. We'd love it. Okay. I like scores. So, points that Louisville has given up this year. Arguably their best defensive performance against a Division One team <coughs> was their first game of the season. Notre Dame only scored 35 points. Yeah, I wa- that's the only Louisville game I've seen this year. I well, that. we also saw how bad Ian Book was oh, in that home opener. Yeah, he, he hit that one cheerleader's face. Oh, that was did. rough. That was, that, that was rough. I was at the game. I watched uh, like two plays, maybe. They serve they serve beers there. So you know. oh, who needs do. who needs to watch the football game when you've got Bud Light in the stands at Don't Call Me Papa John's Cardinal Stadium? Uh, ooh, Western Kentucky they scored twenty one. That's pretty good. Um, only three touchdowns they gave up. Right, so good good job Louisville defense. Oh, Florida State they they're so good that they've had two coaches this year. <laughs> So good. How many they need an extra put on them? 35. 35. 35 points. Mm. Um, oh, Boston College. <laughs> That's your tolls. Yeah, 39 points. Oh, good job, they won. They beat them by two at home. Oh, Wake Forest. Guess how many points Wake Forest scored? Ooh. They scored like 59 or something, didn't they? Wake Forest scored 59 and Louisville had 62. <laughs> and they won that game. Uh, Clemson. Oh, Clemson only had 45, so you held – Wake Forest, or you held Clemson a fewer points than Wake Forest. Clemson's been sandbagging all year. I mean, they Good almost job. lost to UNC, so that that wasn't the real Clemson in that game. I was at that game, and Trevor Lawrence did not look very good. He had like three picks. Yeah. And, oh, and two of them were horrible. Just like he just didn't see a safety in the middle of the field. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, which speaking of the safety that nobody will be seeing out there on Saturday is Russ East. Really? Yeah, he had to have a knee surgery on mm. Sunday. So he will not be playing against Kentucky. So no uh, no revenge game for Russ. Not, he's not playing for his dad out there uh, trying to get the dub. He's he's fifth on their team in tackles this year. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he is he number three? He's yeah. flying yeah. around. Yeah. I didn't even know that. That he, was the thing. You just broke news to me. Yeah, yeah. So, But he had been – he started at corner. They moved him to safety this year. And he played much better at it. Um but, yeah, fifth leading tackler on the team. He had a pick and a couple of sacks this year. So, Fifth leading tackler at Louisville. What is that, six tackles this year? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Eight. You're good. right, Eight. six. Yeah. Nice. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I actually, just not good our, for him. I think our O-line is going to manhandle their teeny D-line. You think right? a little, little Logan Stenberg in, in his last governor's cup is going to be fired I don't think you can say little up? Logan Stenberg. <laughs> I wouldn't say it to I don't face. think those go hand in I, hand. I actually, I, can we cut that? I didn't mean to say little. I don't know why that came out. Nothing yeah, about uh, Logan Stenberg's little. No, no. I don't want him fighting me. Not even his hair. His hair is very – He's got great hair. Yeah. Like, as a man who knows what bad hair looks like, I can tell you that is great hair. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm very envious of Logan Stenberg's hair. And since you brought him up, no penalties on Saturday. He's growing up. Wow. Getting ready for Louisville. And senior day. Yeah. Last time He'll be at one the of Cone. the 11. Yeah. Only 11. Um, you have uh, Stenberg's. You have your Cash Daniels. You have your uh, Mason Wolfs, TJ Carter's, Calvin Taylor's yep. of the world. Your Blake Best. Blake Best, who – 
You're Max Duffy. Oh, never mind. He's just 28, but he's has <laughs> two more <laughs> years. Max Duffy's going to be there for his kids senior day. Yeah. yeah. Can but we honor Lynn Bowden since he's definitely gone? I think we should. I mean, he's not a senior, but everybody knows he's leaving. Let's yeah. let him wave goodbye. Is it true that he's projected first round? No. I mean, well, a couple of them have him as a possible first round. Nobody is saying, yes, he's okay. the 23rd pick to the whoever's. He's a – But they have him on the, on the fringe. I think he is going to not test well. I'm worried about how he's going to test. I don't – I mean, if you watch him play, though, you realize that it's not – he doesn't run that 4-4 flat that yeah, you need. Yeah, he's all agility. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, so – Change of direction. What he needs – if uh, he's going to get invited to the combine. What he has to do is just have catch – no drops and good footwork, and I think coaches will see. All right, he was never the fastest, never the. But he could, if he crutches in that shuttle and then interviews well. Yeah, he's gotten a lot better. Like since he was a freshman, he's not even the same person. No, no. So that's at least the one positive. Um, and I think I think right now it's safe to say he's a day two pick, though, second or third round. And so only you know, that's still good money, a couple million, and that's still enough to go early. Like he shouldn't come back. I would love for him to come back. I'd love I just to don't. See. I don't see. The I don't see it paying off if he does come back, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not like he like what more can't, can he he can't develop that much more. I right, mean, I guess you right. can get faster, but. But can you get that much faster? Yeah, I don't you know, know what I mean? So yeah. he's, he's proven he can play at the next level. And the thing that I like is that Lynn Bowden, he's a dude from Youngstown. He did not grow up watching the Battle for the Governor's Cup. But he hates Louisville. <laughs> no, 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 no. As much he hates that other team. We that, yeah, you know, he, we, he won't even say it. He hates oh them so much. Oh my And it just it makes me so happy, just to know that like the guys who weren't even around here, who didn't have to deal with those idiots at the lunchroom table saying that Louisville's better, they still hate him as much as we do. I, I mean, he's still that. dealing with the idiots on Twitter that are tweeting him. Mm-hmm. You know, so some fans take that clip of him saying, "Oh, we don't even say their name here." And I saw one Louisville fan, like, tweeted 18,000 stats after it, like, oh, you don't even know who we are? It's like, he never said he didn't know who you are. He just said, we don't even say that name here. It's, like, it's a rivalry. Like, what are you, yeah. whoa, guy that doesn't even play college sports, <laughs> let's relax for a little bit, okay? I'm going to ask you to reveal something from the locker room. Ooh. And you can turn it down. We don't ask you much to give away secrets of the program. Yeah. This is, I'm nope. not going to get too crazy here. But these guys, you grew up in Kentucky, so you get it. Yep. These guys, like JoJo Kemp, for instance, hates Louisville and Tennessee. Said the moment they step on campus, it's just you just you hate them. It, in the locker room, I know the coaches probably aren't playing it up too much, but is it kind of like you tell the new guys, "Hey, you, you, we hate them. You need to hate them too." It kind of, and, and it just kind of gets instilled in you when you come in. Like like you said, I'm from here, so obviously that game meant more already. But when you're playing with a teammate that has a hatred for someone and wants to beat them, you just kind of incoherently start <laughs> to develop that same thing. Yeah. And, I mean, it helps when you have a past to look up. So, you know, JoJo and those guys, what, they were ju- sophomores when we got in that big fight or juniors? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, that you know, that's like, all right, I'm supposed <laughs> to hate him. I kind of hate him, and then that happens. Now like, I definitely right, Now I'm like, there's no doubt in my mind I hate him. I don't know if there was, like, some waiver you signed when you commit to UK. Like, here's my letter of intent. Well, there's uh, no waiver because I think we've had some <laughs> transfers go there, and they've had some that's transfers true. come here. That's true. Well, I do love how the out-of-state guys, it does not take them long to hate Louisville and Tennessee. And I mean, s- some of them have their own personal reasons. You know, maybe Kentucky offered him, Louisville didn't, or mm-hmm. something along the lines of that. Like, with Garrett Johnson, you know, he 
hated Florida, one, mm-hmm. because Muschamp never offered him. Mm-hmm. So some yeah, of that huge is the game same against way. Him as a yeah, freshman he did. Too, in Gainesville. Yeah. Ooh, you know who one guy who's going to be maybe playing with an extra chip on his shoulder that I don't know how much he's going to play? It would be nice to see him get a couple as our boy J.J. Weaver. Because I think there's some, like – He's got four more years of hitting them. Yeah, I just I he think have to roll it all into this Saturday. He's he's got plenty of that ahead. You're right. No, you're exa- you're right. But, but I think it, it'll be big time for us if we can have in the recruiting battle and overall if we can have that Louisville guy that came to Kentucky and start and played as a freshman and just then a had bit, yeah. yeah then had hey he had tackle for loss well, and four solos boom that's that'll, a, that'll get me at Saint X to come here yeah, over them yeah and we get the win of course right but uh, you're you're exactly right in that. A lot of people pay attention to what the person's done who went there. So, like, like Kentucky doesn't get Chris Oates if Mike Edwards doesn't come to Kentucky and crush it. Yep. They both went to Winton Woods. And, like, that's just – when you see another guy go and do that, you want to go to – you want to follow in their footsteps. So, to that point, I think it's important. I don't think there's anybody, like, in the recruiting class this year that's, you know, on the fence and this UK L game is going to decide it. Like, I don't think Ox or uh, – Tisdale is like, you know, I don't, I don't know how much. I, I feel like Tennessee is the bigger player for both of them. Um, so I, I don't think this one game is going to come down to their recruitments. But from a long term, you don't want to give Louisville any ground. No. You none. don't want to give them any yeah, ground at with all. With it being Scott's Todd's first year, you don't want him thinking he can just come in and it's his governor's cup now. you got to let him know that UK is in charge. And there, here's something that's wild. Do you can you name the last quarterback to win a home game in the Governor's Cup? Uh, yes, it would be uh, the dude from Lexington. What's his name? The freaking worst, Kyle Bowen. Kyle Bowen, yes. Kyle Bowen. He's so good. I didn't even know his name. Is the last quarterback to win a home game in this series, and that was in 2015. But he didn't start. He didn't start. But he so was. He was the. Started. Is this like? Baseball, where if you even if you don't start, but you pitch the most, pitch the most innings, you get awarded the win. I guess because I mean he definitely so. he had the yeah. stats to yeah. win that game. He definitely did. But it, Kentucky hasn't won a, uh, this game at the Croke since I was a senior in high school. The Man. ten-year challenge thing Has that was that the Louisville game, two thousand nine. Wow, I'm having a child. I'm trying to think back all the <laughs> games. How, that's how much has changed because we had. The Josh Forrest Yeah, Josh game. Forrest, uh, what up, 21 nothing. throw the ball in the stands. And Lamar Jackson comes in the game. You had the just garbage couple, can yeah, a couple games. Lamar Jackson, he seems to be doing pretty well in the NFL, right? Is yes. he in the NFL? He'll be playing here. Uh, as you're listening to this, I bet he's yeah. on your television. At, uh, as we record it, Michigan State is losing in basketball. Yeah, if no, 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 we don't talk about that. We don't so talk about that. We don't, I'm, we just, don't, I'm painting the scene. We don't often like try to shill for our bar on this particular podcast, even though we record here each week, yeah. But there are games happening pretty much 24 hours a day during Thanksgiving week. Yes, I love it. Uh, you know, it's pretty clear I have that hobby that I do uh, that involves gambling a little bit. Just a little. You There's nothing better than a noon game that's in some invitational where I don't even know where it is. Yeah. I don't know anything about the team. Right. It's on my TV at noon, and I am betting on it, and I am excited about it. Well, this I, I had the pleasure of. Looking on Twitter, <laughs> and I saw Tom Crean was trending. Tom Crean, yeah. I think he had – They were in Maui. He had the Hawaiian shirt back on. That was on. one hell of a Hawaiian shirt, There though. was a new Hawaiian shirt picture of Tom Crean, and they got their asses kicked by Dayton. So, like, you that you can come up to KS Barn Grill, get away from your family members, 
and enjoy some daytime basketball or football throughout the week. Or if you live in Lexington, you have family members who haven't been to the bar yet, come on in. It's yeah, a, it's a party. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun here. And, like, game days, great times. It's going to be packed here Saturday. But this isn't one of those times where you got to, like, fight people to be able to get a spot. You know, it's kind of nice. Kind of nice. Chuck. I have a question. Yes. Okay. Um, this is not on football. Actually, I guess it's on football and basketball. Okay. Who do you think is the better kisser to their children, Tom Brady or Tom Crean? I'd, oh. like, I'd like the I fans to answer going. that. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you think? <laughs> They're both very weird. Tom Brady's kiss lasted much longer. That's true. But Tom Crean's son was much older. Ooh. So it's kind of like, what are you going for? Man. Do you want a seven-second kiss with your son? Who's young? So it's definitely less weird. Or do you weird. want to peck with your high school age son? See that the the. Do you think that I think Crean just like missed? Matters. Maybe he went for the cheek. No, he went all in. It's fine. Whatever. It's just weird. I'm not doing. I it. mean, you know, you're being televised when you do that. <laughs> I mean, and Brady's was literally his show. It was show, like for a so show. They edited yeah. it for that. But the thing is, is Tom Brady's is like that's didn't, a, didn't a Tom Brady tell his son to come son. back for more? Okay, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, told him it wasn't long enough. Tom Brady. It's a little weird, okay? Tom Brady, though, gets a pass because he's actually like, good. Tom Crean, uh, just he's Tom Crean is one bad visual after another. That this guy, is the conversation I'm here for. That guy lives in memes for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> just like I, You just Google Tom Crean face, and it's just you can keep scrolling of Tom Crean faces. And you Google Tom Brady, and you get – just bowl, Super Bowl rings. Yeah, and we're like Giselle is his wife, you know. Like, oh, yeah, like Tom Crean is just getting bullied by the Harbaugh brothers at Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. So I, I also would like to add that. Do you remember that time that t- they lost to Fort Wayne, and there was a kid that rushed the court, and he was drinking out of a bleach container? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. That was awesome. That kid was partying. Oh man, good times. Great times. Georgia stinks, I think, by the way. Yeah. yeah I th- it was like 25. I saw Tom Crean. They're playing tomorrow like early in the morning, so everyone get up and watch that one. Yeah, get up and watch Tom Crean. It's, it's good stuff. Good stuff. That's enough basketball week. talk. Okay, so football talk. Other rivalries while we're just talking football in general. Egg Bowl. Egg, dude, you, if you all have never watched the Egg Bowl before, I think it's probably like the most hate that groups have for one, each other, one another. There, If there is not a fight, then it's – it doesn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah, and we get it Thanksgiving night, right? Friday. Oh, no, no. You're Thanksgiving right. night. They moved it to Thanksgiving night yeah. this year. Because yeah. they were playing wow. on that Friday. Was it last year that the dude for Ole Miss peed on the pylon like a dog? Mm-hmm. Two years ago, oh, yeah. I think it was on Thanksgiving when Nick Fitzgerald got hurt real bad. Ooh, oh, yeah. That was ugly. Because I remember. And then funny, he played, or they had their backup in the bowl game, and they lost to. Beat or they beat, I meant, yeah, sorry. Yeah, they killed Louisville with, yeah, they without did. Fitzgerald. Yeah, that was yeah, Lamar Jackson's last game. That, you know, you, th- <laughs> you, th- you think uh, oh. Thanksgiving and you think Cowboys and Lions and all the NFL stuff, but they've moved that Egg Bowl to Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. Well, additional football. And, and it'll be the best game of the day because Bears-Lions, <clears throat> God, that's just going to be a who sucks the most or who sucks the least. Well, we get Cowboys-Bills. That, that's that's exciting actually, That's football. a good game. That's not the night game, though, right? I'm not sure what time it is. Saints, Falcons. Bills look okay one. this year. They're not the Bills of yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They have so. the second best Josh Allen in the NFL. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Josh Allen, if you're listening, will you hold this L? 
I uh, hope you enjoyed your time in Nashville over the weekend. Dude, what's up with the Titans? 42 points in a game? Uh, you, you did, like, did, don't get me Tana started. Did, uh, did, wh- have, I said, have I said on this podcast about how the drama with Mariota and Vrabel wanted Tannehill in the oh. spring to be QB1, and the owners said, no, Mariota, he's on posters, he's really? on the tickets, you can't play him. So they make the switch, and now they're awesome when Vrabel all along wanted Tannehill to be the guy. Wow. Touchy subject. I'm still mad about it. We could be undefeated right now. Yeah. And uh, what's his name for the Dolphins? would still be waiting to pop champagne. Yeah. Since we accidentally switched to the NFL, how about Benny since we're on the subject? Shout out to KSR. And Bud. Benny and Bud beat the Bengals by themselves. All right. Bud's play to end the game. That is more badass than his touchdown to beat South (laughs) Carolina. And I hate the Steelers. I was once called myself a Bengals fan. To strip sack a quarterback and then, like, push the lineman out of the way to get the ball, that is so badass. Like, I just – what are just like, this is my ball. <laughs> it is not yours. Like, your, your name is Andy Dalton. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come hit you. No, no, it was no, the other guy. Finley, oh, it was, it was the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah even better. I'm coming to get this ball, and this ball game's over. It reminded me of when Jadavion Clowney murdered that running back and then just clawed that ball like it was dude from the Michigan. size of oh, a peanut. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. That was crazy. That was crazy. And I, I, the, really, the only thing I'm disappointed in is that the Steelers' offensive line didn't open a hole for Benny at the end because he finished with 98 yards. Yeah. He's just shy of getting his first 100-yard game, and he didn't get in the end zone. He would have had his first career touchdown. That would have been awesome. But it was cool. He talked to Jack Pilgrim after the game and was just like, oh, you were KSR? Shout out KSR. That, that was cool. Good to know Benny still likes us. And it was right after he said that Kentucky media way cooler than Pittsburgh media, which greatest compliment I've ever received. Yeah, I like how the U.K. football players really love the media. Yeah, it's pretty nice. All yeah. of them. All of them. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah, pretty awesome. Hey, Tyler, come on over here, Tyler. We yeah. got to talk to – Also, we should address why Austin's not here. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's kicking football somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to – Sub uh, for Austin McGinnis, someone who didn't make quite as many field goals. No, no. You actually made zero field goals. But he's made the trip. He's basically, I think Tyler has turned into Kentucky's number one fan. Yes, Tyler, uh, longtime KS Bar server, but really you are the president of the Eruption Zone and Kroger Field student section. Is that right? Uh, I don't technically claim that title, but if you give it to me, I will gladly accept it. How, how often do you miss a game? Uh, can't be can't be often. I've missed one basketball game so far because we were on fall break. I was not here, uh, and I think I missed one football game that same week. I was talking to Tyler before Andrew, and I was like, "Like, did you did you even go out there in the rain?" And sure enough, oh well, yeah, absolutely. Did you stay all the way? We stayed until like the three and a half four minute touchdown we scored at the very end. So in the fourth quarter. In though. the fourth quarter. Oh, that's plenty long <laughs> enough. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. And then we, it was me and a couple of my buddies, and they were my ride back to my apartment so I didn't have to walk the whole way. And they were leaving. So if I didn't want to walk, it was leaving. <laughs> that's okay. Then. It was a smart choice. You, you saw most of the fourth quarter. You still saw most of the fourth quarter, which, I mean, that was, of all the rain games, that was by far the worst, correct? Yes, because it was cold and windy. That win was nasty. Yeah, the Missouri game sucked because it was just pouring rain the entire game. That was the annoying, <coughs> like, going to miss 
going to get you wet and you're just going to freeze the entire time you stand there. Yeah, Missouri was more like a big old fat rain, as Forrest Gump would say. Right, right. Big old fat rain. This was raining sideways, as Forrest yes. Gump would say. Oh. Uh, we don't speak of the other sport on this podcast, but I do want to uh, let you speak about what I witnessed Friday night, Kentucky's men's basketball game against Mount St. Mary's. The entire eruption zone is swinging those stupid white pom-poms, and then I see you, front row, refusing to touch a pom-pom. And I appreciate that because, as our listeners know, those pom-poms are the pom-poms of death. Yep. Bad things happen with those pom-poms. Why are the other students waving those? Have they not gotten the memo? The memo? They refuse. They're all, like, wrapped up in, oh, we get these cool little things to wave around mm-hmm. when we get excited. Whereas me, like, you know, I don't need that. Yeah, I get excited there. in general. You've yeah. got plenty. Your, your vocal cords, your one capacity, you can still – belt out plenty of cheers for the Cates. You don't need props. Exactly. And it's amazing I did not lose my voice this weekend. Yeah. Well, he does yeah. need props because he took a free Matt Jones sign a couple weeks ago and it got <laughs> confiscated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the security, security guard, when I was walking in, told me I couldn't take that in. Why not? Um, personally, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> he said because it had a name on it. So I asked if I just took a random, like, Joe's name on there. I couldn't take it in. And he said no. I looked at the next security guard and he said, I don't have a problem with it. And he kind of looked at me and goes, you want to just throw it away right here? And I was like, sure. So I sat on top of the trash can, and he took it and dropped it in the trash can. Man, wow. The security guards at Rep Arena confirmed hate Matt Jones. Maybe uh, that's why nobody's going. Everyone's trying to take free Matt Jones' son. It could be it. And they don't want to get him. They don't want to turn them. around and go. Yeah, oh, I right. mean, it wasn't just like a flimsy poster board. It was like the thick, like. The good uh, stuff. The good stuff. I mean, oh, I, man. man. That's spend, a bummer. Spend good time making All right, that. All right, so. I'm asking this knowing that our football influence might sway you one way or the other. But rowdy football atmosphere at Kroger Field or rowdy Rupp Arena, which one is more fun to be in the student section for? Rowdy football. Really? Because because of the tailgating before, you know, people have their good time. They come in and you're with 60,000 people. Who are either A, standing in the rain, it's <laughs> torrentially hot, like it's right, 97,000 right. degrees, or it's freezing cold. Rupp Arena, it's indoors, you know, you can take your jacket off, and you got those snooty people that sit at the bottom mm-hmm. that, you know, they're only cheering if it's Kansas last year, Tennessee last year. But you get to the football game, and there, nobody cares. You're all there to root on the Cats, and when Kroger Field gets rocking, nothing's better. Oh, I like man. it. I like it. I'm fired up. It's a great answer. Yeah. Well, how many more years do you have in the student section? Uh, two and a half. Okay, we got to make you like, uh, uh, what's the Jared guy who somehow did 14 years? So we gotta, whatever I, pass oh, they like, had, we got to get that for you. Uh, ref, referee guy. Referee, referee guy. guy. He was there for uh, a while. Wes with the big beard from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They all got some kind of secret pass where you could stay in the student section until you were 40. We got to get that for you. I will gladly come, like, for now until the end of time. Yeah, they need you. That's what I was telling Nick earlier. Like, you know, it sucks going to these games, like the basketball games and stuff, because, you know, second half we're up by 20. You know, you're just kind of complacent there. But I only got so much time left of this, and I'm not going to get courtside seats every game ever no. again. So, And that's why we need to have more fans like you. Because yes, you, more you understand that, hey, you only get one shot. Do not let your chance to blow. No, this absolutely. opportunity comes absolutely. four years in a lifetime. As, your name, as Eminem Mathers? would say. Yeah, there we There's go. There's KS Bar Tangy Carolina sauce on his sweater already. Wait, no, wait, that's backwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
All right, well, we'll, we'll let you get back to work. Yeah, uh, get thanks us. for being our Austin McGinnis. Absolutely. If you ever need me again, I'm always here. We don't know where Austin is. We know he's off kicking for someone, potentially an organization. So you just make up a team, and we'll believe that's where he is. All right, absolutely. What and team? Uh, where is he? Um, he is on the uh, Minnesota Vipers. No, 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 uh, NFL. No, we, he, I think he's at an actual NFL workout. We don't know. Oh, NFL. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So which one? So well, just tell us well, which one it it's is. It's going to be the Colts. You know, that's my team. Okay. Vinatieri is about to retire. Yeah, that's, that's not, that's not that's a bad It's local, so he could yeah. go quick because yeah. he was going to come four today. Yeah, it's four it hour drive. This is starting to make been. sense. Okay. You it's might be on something. As first reported by Tyler. Better than owned down in Nashville, so. Yeah, okay. We'll see you on Sunday. I'm going to that game. <laughs> okay. I'm That's going to Indy last on time. Sunday. That's what you said last time. Oh, man. Thanks, Tyler. See your trash-ass NFL team. Thanks, Tyler. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just, I just appreciate the spirit. Yeah. The, especially the section needs more him. The mindset of, like, how many times do you get to just spend five bucks to be this close to the game? It's pretty awesome. Is that what a student ticket is? Five dollars? I think that's what it still is, right? I think it's up to I think ten. It's, it's ten. up to ten. Yeah. Yeah, still. I liked old. what he said, though, when he said, you know, he said it's either scorching hot or super cold, which obviously there's perfect days out there. But being outside is, one, not only better for a sporting event, but the tailgating part. I mean, think of how good a beer tastes when you're outside versus Ooh, inside. Yeah, that's very true. I, mean, I don't care if it's 30 degrees and freezing. That beer or you whatever what? you're taking in is, is ten times better than when you're I, just sitting. I enjoyed some – some actually some Friday night tailgating beers actually, and when you have the gloves on, even though it's cold, it still feels more refreshing because you're in the cold. Just goes down, just got a nice yeah. crispness, a nice ah. And not not just the booze, you alcoholics, but before I was a member of the working press mm-hmm. up in the media room where everybody's no being bougie. No cheering. I like to be bundled up in the bleachers. You're, you're, you can't feel your ass because it's frozen. Yeah. You, you feel like you're part of the game. Yeah. Even though I'm not out there making plays, I'm sitting through it and I'm toughing it out, and I feel like I'm helping the team. Yeah. So aside from how awful the weather – because that, that's the thing. The, the weather uh, Saturday, it Here was we go. bad. When it's pouring down rain against a rivalry, a rivalry it's team. Fun. A rival. There you go. Rival against a rival. It's much it's more kinda, fun. It's kind of like – Badass. It's kind well, of th- those are the memories you think about. Well, think about that Mississippi State game last year. I when thought, I thought that was Post Malone. It was a contested game. <laughs> By the way, his new song, the Circle song, I freaking love it. That's I, about I six it. months old. But did you see him dancing it's just to Shania now Twain? on the radio? Okay, sorry, I'm not as hip as you <laughs> youngsters out there. It's on the radio now. Okay, so I'm jamming to it. It is good. It's Chuck. a good, it's a good point. How about whenever we're Big done with jerk. this podcast, take us home with Post Malone. Okay, I'll, I, will, I will take us home with Post Malone. Suck it, Chuck. Now you have to, actually, actually, you have to sing it. I, I, I don't think I can. I think they'd be bad mojo. I don't want to do that for a big game. No bad mojo. Okay, good mojo, though, is that Kentucky will likely be playing in the rain again. Uh, 90% chance as of Monday. Things, things can change, obviously. But it's just there's rain in the forecast from like Wednesday till forever. What kind of rain are we talking? Are we talking a constant drizzle? Or are we going thunderstorm? See, that's what I mean. It's Monday, so you're. So it's nothing. It, it's kind of a wild guess. But okay. if they're calling for ninety percent this far in advance, it's probably a steady kind of rain. The thing that made Saturday worse than the rest. So like the Missouri game, it was just you could get used to the steady drizzle. This one was like Chinese water torture and that like wind would just hit you in waves. Mm. And like even like my parents, they got tickets from somebody who 
had seats on her cover, like in that, like the top of the lower and they bowl. Were still getting hit. Still getting just drilled by the rain with the wind. So, but with that all being said, Kentucky keeps it on the ground, and uh, Stoops didn't make it funny. He was like, "We all know we're going to throw it fifty times a game, so it might mess with us a little bit." I saw that on Twitter, and I didn't know if that meant, all right, Sawyer's coming in and we're actually going to throw it 50 times a game, or he was making a joke. Sawyer's not coming back. You, you still don't get the Stoops jokes, do you, Chuck? <laughs> no. Nobody gets the Stoops jokes. You just got to wait for him to laugh, and then you can laugh. I, I love that's it. what I've done. That's what I did for four years, and that's what I'm going to continue to do forever. I, lo- I love Coach Stoops. He's not a comedian. <laughs> Once he does that, <laughs> you know, then I'll start laughing. See, that's why he has Vince around, because, like, Vince can be the funny guy. You know? Vince is what? To use Stoops' own quote, his jokes are never as bad as they seem. Ooh, they're never as good never as, as, good as, as they they're seem. Actually, they're as bad as they seem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Mark Stoops. What a guy. Yeah. Um, How about uh, 462? Yes. Was that, is that record. good? Is that good, rushing yards? I don't know. Is seven passing yards good? <laughs> That's also a school record, I bet. No, are I you are you a run hater? I'm not a run hater. You you I just think wide that receivers are divas and you just want the ball every time. I think that if you are playing a an opponent that goes by Tennessee Martin that has one of the worst defenses in college football and you have seventeen passing yards, that is not good. No, I mean, if they had four rushes of over fifty yards. I mean that they was were just good. doing whatever they wanted. Why waste your arm strength? Yeah. Why you even lift the show it on the film to Oh. Show it on well, that, film. that was the thing, is they tried to show it on film. And they couldn't. They didn't show anything good. Well, yeah. like, the ball was slick. Ball I was mean, I get it. Hey, I get it. But, I mean, come on. Yeah, school record in rushing, awesome. That's also got to be a school record in passing. I bet there's been some games where they've had fewer passing. Really? Uh, the one where they beat Tennessee. I, I bet they had more than 17. I don't know. I think you only threw it three times. Oh, you're talking about the one Matt with Matt Roar? Here, let me pull it up. I bet they had more than set. Uh, they ran some screens in that game. That might that might get you over. I, w- I, I will at least, like, I, I appreciated Kentucky's game plan because they knew, like, hey, if we start doing our normal stuff, we're going to be able to get as many yards as we want on the ground. So first quarter, we're just not going to let Lynn run at all. He's going to drop back pass, and we're just going to hand off and do inside zone. And – UT Martin's defense, it was so weird in that 3-3-5. Like, I, some of the, the alignments they had pre-snap, they would be 20 yards off the ball, and then some they would have 10 guys within five yards of the line of scrimmage. How many? I don't want to change the subject, but I just found it. 15 yards, and they Oh, suck it, Chuck. You take your stupid passing offense and shove it because they're wow. undefeated when they have under 20 passing you yards. You know what that it just goes to show you? When you play Tennessee teams, you should just never throw up more than 20 yards. I guess so. I mean, they did have a hundred. What do they say? Mandy. Numbers don't lie. Numbers oh. never lie. Numbers never lie, Chuck. I, I just stepped on your big point there, Nick. I'm sorry. I got excited. To but prove my, Chuck my wrong. big overall point, though, is that they were trying to save Win from taking too many hits in a game that you know they were going to win by a which lot, is no good. matter what. That's how you was, do it. Which was smart, and they stalled a little bit at first, and then when they needed to, uh, to step on the gas, they put their foot on the pedal and they blew the brakes off. I mean, you also couldn't ask for. What opening play the other team takes a safety, then the next possession they do another horrible snap and you get it for a <laughs> touchdown because the quarterback tried to do. I mean, why did he just so, kick it out? I mean, I mean what do you think he's going to do? To Nick Petrino's credit, he coaches quarterbacks, not centers. All right, he can't be held responsible. This quarterbacks can't jump 
four feet in the air to catch a pass. Now, can he be responsible for telling them to, like, kick the ball to the end zone or fall on it when it's just lying there instead of making a business decision and letting the other team get a touchdown out of it? Yes. But that's not all of Nick Petrino's fault, okay? I want to know how many games, if any, have had a score of four to nothing because we almost got one. Yeah. We did. That's think about the, I bet think there about had the three in the history of football. So, you, do you all ever play the Super Bowl squares? For like, of course. The sometimes you get ones like like four and zero. You think, oh, man, it's they're gonna have to come out quick. But you know, maybe there's a fourteen nothing or a fourteen ten. There's a possibility there. Man, what if you were the guy who had a four zero square? You should be paid right there in front of you. You should man. be paid the whole pot. Yeah, just get it all of the money instead of just the one quarter. But that was – It really threw off time of possession because it's an even 30-30 split in the box score. You wouldn't <laughs> think the way Kentucky ran the ball, you would have thought it would have been the Tennessee game all over again. But, I mean, it's just seconds apart, the time of possession in that game. So, uh, okay, let's, let's play a segment, okay? Okay, I like segments. Um, we're going to call this one Youths. Wait, what? Youths. Youths? Like the youths. Youth? Youths. Like the plural of youth? Yes. How about youngins? Youngins, okay, youngins. That's a better word for the youths. So youngins. So who is your favorite youngin? Oh, I, this is easy. Okay, hit me. But the problem is, I need help with his name because when he scored, I did not know who he was or that he was on the team. No, I know Tisdale, oh. the other one. Yeah, because this guy called a big run by Tisdale in the pregame yeah. show. Yeah, you did. Got to give credit Boom. to, to Nick Walker. Roush. Walker I picked Chance Poor as my MVP. That one backfired. <laughs> Uh, but, no, the, the guy with the other touchdown, I've never heard of him before. Tower Marker? Yeah, he had a 45-yard rush and a touchdown. A nice run. So never heard of him. I only knew his name from Twitter because he came – He so he's a preferred walk-on who – Hey, well, come on, tread lightly. That's what I said. He's a PFO. That's good. Okay. We like PFOs. Right? Yeah. I'd have never PWR. called it that. Were you preferred or were you just a regular I was preferred. We preferred you. So, yeah, you were a preferred So, he came down with Bully and Square, and he's from Detroit. They're in the same class. I don't know if he, which school he went to with one of them, but he, he came with them. Okay. So, I at least knew because he would tweet stuff, and I'd be like, oh, should I post this? I was like, oh, but I don't post about walk-on. So, so like, I didn't post Charles Walker's commitment video. I didn't have, have a commitment video. You didn't have a signing day ceremony? Oh, I did, yeah. Was it just like at St. X? Where I signed a, a blank notepad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was real touchy. You're giving away secrets here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, what was I going to sign? My application that was accepted to Kentucky's <laughs> academically? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Here's my keys money scholarship. I'll sign that. <laughs> there it is. Man, that makes me sad. You deserved a big signing moment with a letter of intent. You know what? Next week, on this very stage, we're going to have a signing day ceremony. Wow. Can I invite my family? Yes. We'll put up balloons. Wow. I'll, I'll type up a letter of intent. I enjoy uh, hanging out with the walkers. The walkers have a good time. They know how to put they, them back. They party a little bit? They party, yeah. We're just Cats fans. We can. What time will you start tailgating on Saturday? So I am actually – you'll love the walkers even more now. We are going to North Carolina with my – sister's side of the family on Wednesday and we're waking up at about 5 a.m. driving straight to Lexington to nice be at the game yep see so. that would be so easy for you to say you know what we'll just sit this one oh, out oh no we're going but you're rolling in deep yeah we are oh. so we'll, probably won't get in till right about 10 15 ish hopefully fine. but I mean Pretty we can't leave at 4 a.m. I mean at least so five. what 
8 a.m. is the KSR pregame show. For the last two hours of your drive, we're on from 8 to 10. There Me, you Nick go. Roush, Ryan Lemon. I'll turn it on. And a uh, person to be named later. Yeah, we were going to ask you, but I guess you're a no. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there. We'll call you on the drive. Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll, call call you. we'll call the guy from CBI. Okay. All right, so before we get back to our hot new segment, Youngins, this is a, this is a call out to see, hey, Kentucky fans, who would be a good candidate that really hates Louisville? to have on the KSR pregame show. It's it's going to be unfortunate that we don't have our friend Gerald Renz in there because nobody loved to talk more trash to Louisville than Jared. So we're, you, you really can't replace that on the pregame show. But if you all can thank somebody, feel free to tweet at me. I will gladly accept the mentions. Ryan doesn't need him. He's doing like 17 radio shows a week. Yes. So just – but feel free to tweet them at me, at Roush KSR, and we'll see if we can make something happen. Hopefully, um, there's there's somebody who would like to join us, but we'll figure something out beforehand. Uh, anyway, back to our favorite new segment, Youngins. Who is your favorite youngin that stepped up in their first action? Charles, Not even their first action, but who stepped up in that second half? Charles Walker. I'm trying to kind of think. I mean, Walker Wood doesn't count as a youngin, but I was proud of you the way he that. came in. He's been injured so much that he's technically new. I was proud of the way he came in and, you know, didn't look nervous, didn't play nervous. Uh, he even made that guy up. You know, kind of had a little shake and bake on a dude to get a first down. Yep, it was I mean, nice. I, just, I, thought, I thought that he looked good. So, for now, I'm going to use that as my answer, but I might have a real freshman answer after you go. So, I think – what I'm most disappointed in, and I guess this one doesn't count because he Mark has Wall been McCall, playing he all year. <laughs> Dude, that play was so awesome, though. Drew said he was going to be our worst player. so That's not true. <laughs> he has been Drew's favorite player. Nick will vouch for me from the very beginning yeah. just because of his belly. And now everyone's well, getting to see his antics that are awesome, and I'm getting a little jealous that people are latching on to him because I wanted him to be my little secret. Well, and the thing is, too. They're not a little about him, though. That's true. I keep using that little Your big word little for, secret. Yes. I, mean, like, I love Bully McCall. In, in the re- and, like, a big part of the reason why I can vouch for Drew is because, you know, you don't want to, like, make fun of guys. Like, no. But he embraces it. So we, were, we kind of, like, joked about it beforehand. But he embraces the be- – Bully embraces the belly so much. That now well, yeah, he lifts just, his shirt up. I'm, yeah, I, just, I think it just gets hot for him. I've said it several times. I'm convinced he intentionally pulls his shirt and just rests it on his belly so it's hanging out. <laughs> it's so Because awesome. it's in too many photos, his big, big old belly button's hanging out. And he, like, the center made a tackle because Bully just blew him off the line. And here's the thing, folks. I think he is one of those guys that this week – He's just going to be able to over, overpower dudes. Yeah. Now, it's not going to be as a, on a casual basis as Bully was able to do against UT Martin. Obviously, Louisville has some guys that are better than FCS offensive linemen. But that guy, that's where Kentucky really has an advantage against Louisville is in the trenches. And the future is really bright in there. Isaiah Gibson, he only got one tackle. Um, and Kayvon Butler only had one tackle. But they showed some really good things in a limited amount of time. Jared Casey – he, he got to see some action, the kid from Louisville. So, I, I just, all in all, was really excited about some of the guys on defense. And one guy who has surprised me, and like, it's a pleasant surprise, is Jamin Davis. Yeah. Jamin Davis, get, he got, it. it was his first career start. Chris Ose was suspended for a violation of team rules. And DeAndre Square, he had like a stinger 
So he was like just being held out. Yeah, Stoops kind of said if they needed him, he could have gone. But they but were just like, yeah, yeah we don't need to. Um, so Jamin gets his first start. And Jamin, he's only technically a redshirt sophomore. But since he enrolled early, it feels like he's been here a while. And he was one of those guys who he always had the right size. And I was really excited when he signed and he was there. But I worried that when he got kind of when, – when he wasn't – you know, when Oates came in and kind of surpassed him, I worried that he would fall behind. And then when you don't get – like, I, you can't blame the guys. But when you get stuck behind something in the depth chart, it's hard to, to keep that mentality like, I'm going to get better. I'm going to keep working on it. And I'm going to fight to get that spot. Like that, that's hard to do. That's hard to ask of somebody. And I worried that he would fall by the wayside. But he has really played well this year. They found – uh, unique ways to get him in. They've used him on the edge a little bit in pass rushing situations. Um, he had a t- uh, team high six tackles. I think he might have had a sack. But either way, it was Wait, just six was the team high for tackles. Yeah, because they spread the well so much. Yeah, he says, had six, says a lot about how the game six went. tackles, and he picked off that pass in the end zone. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the sack. He picked off the pass in the end zone that kept the shutout alive until you know late into the game when the backups got in. But shout out to Jamin Davis. Yes, well done. And uh, while I'm giving shout-outs, I'm just going to say shout-out Calvin Taylor. Leading the SEC in sacks. 6'9", dude, that's leading the SEC in sacks. A basketball player who had no offers except his (laughs) Kentucky offer. Does that sound familiar? I mean, I'm not going to call him Josh Allen, but there's a lot of similarities in their path. It's got to be. So, like, here's the thing, Drew. I think we're in a dilemma here where, like, Kentucky's getting so good that what happened – like. Your Charles Walkers, your Calvin Taylors, your Josh Allens, all insane, similar <laughs> yeah, elite coaching. very similar. I mean, really, if you think, but those what, are the three. Just the, the stat boosters right there. Yeah. But those are the – The diamonds but, in the rough. But that's got to be tough now when, like, like Kentucky's lowest-ranked player is going to be a three-star guy this year with, like, offers to Power 5 schools. And I know he doesn't play the same position as Josh, but they're both pass rushers. And Stoops can go to some guys who do have offers and say, look what I did with these two basketball players that nobody wanted. Think about what I can do with you, who already has developed a little bit. I just – so um, I don't want to mention that other sport, but Patino, it seemed like he's better coaching dudes that he could coach up. Mm-hmm. And Stoops is obviously really good at that. Yeah. And so you just hope it transfers over to the, the really talented guys as well. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned – Patino, well, that's a, and I've never even thought about that. That's a great example because there's been so many five stars that Stoops didn't get much out of. Uh, I don't have to name them. We know them. <laughs> but uh, then there's these guys that just – if you go to the recruiting pages, they don't even have pictures. Or there's not even a list yeah, of schools or rankings. Like empty. And then they're – Well, the recruiting the process is broken. I think we can all admit that. Yeah. yeah, how they're ranked. How they're ranked. Well, I mean, yeah. they're I mean, ranked off of – It would be impossible to get a true ranking. Agreed, but they're not, they're not even wearing pads when yeah. you're getting ranked and you're yeah. going to these camps no, you're and you're right. competing. And it's one thing if you can uh, evade a DB, let's say from a wide receiver standpoint, evade a DB at this camp. Okay, what about when you have shoulder pads on and he can actually jam you? I mean, what? Then yeah. I mean, you've seen so many of our players have to transfer because – Hey, there were four stars, and they're highly touted, and then boom, it's like you put them in pads, and I think there are like some, but there, some there's good no right spots answer. to like uh, like huddle a lot of these kids. Like your Calvin Taylor's, like does he get noticed without a huddle profile? You know, like yeah. where they can easily send tape and be like, oh, this kid has some potential. So I think in some areas it helps, and in others it hurts, because like you said, especially when it comes to getting open, 
Like, it's easy to get open when the dudes aren't wearing pads. Yeah. Like, it, it, that's just how it goes. But I, I think that this staff has proven it's good at evaluating talent. You just hope that they can translate some of that over uh, later on. So. Yeah. I had to take a good picture of KS Bar and Grill there while you were talking. Okay, that's good. good picture. For all, with all of our fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's uh, listening to yeah. us. Um, but uh, I was going to say something before I was bragging about Calvin Taylor. Oh, you actually yeah. had a question, Charles, about Xavier Peters. He was on the sideline. Soup said he was available, played, but did not. So, so when do we really worry about him? Is it that he's not any good, or is he maybe having some well, academic problems? Stoops mentioned or is uh, that a couple weeks now. Stoops is like, when he wants to start showing up on time, he'll play. It sounds more of a being responsible and doing your ass stuff. So this is my – this is just a, a guesstimate. This is purely just trying to read some context clues. You get Stoops throwing him under the bus a little bit. And I, I just have a feeling – that Peter's expected to come in and play right away. And when Pascal had that spot, a team captain, and he wasn't going to play right away, I think the coaches were disappointed in how he responded to not playing right away. Um, and so they've rewarded the younger guys who have been putting in the effort that had they had. Had the right attitude. See. Yeah. And whereas, like, Peter's – I. I think the biggest thing, you, you just hope that it doesn't continue to carry over. Yeah, you don't – if he's checked out a little bit, you don't want him to completely check out for good because he's – even though he hadn't done anything this year, he's still going to be valuable in the years to come. Oh, no, yeah. Definitely, definitely. He's huge. Yeah, he's he very is huge. absolutely Not huge. calling him little. But sp- speaking of sackers, like Calvin Taylor had one and a half. He's now a top league. But Kentucky had six sacks in one half. So on top of the quarterback getting two – yeah, over what the, do those count as sacks? I guess nobody even touched him on the intentional grounding, but <sighs> they—I don't think they gave it to anybody. Okay. Um, the intentional grounding was good. I was a big fan. First play of the game. I mean, what what were the money line bet on that? I mean, there's got to be a way <laughs> that you can bet first play is a run, pass, or safety. I bet it was plus ninety thousand hundred. I don't gamble, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, me either. But it would be cool if Michigan State did not score nine more points right now. They are getting <laughs> whooped by Virginia Tech. Oh, that's weird. Well, Five and over Virginia Tech. There goes there that's goes enough basketball those talk. Maui ratings. Yeah, that's enough basketball talk. Um, okay. So about these stinking cardinal birds, those dirty birds that are coming. Which okay, ooh, you want to know a funny story? So before I started interning, and actually it was a four time I was working full time with KSR. I interned on Tony Vanetti's show, mm-hmm. which was a Louisville show in the afternoons. And my first, I think it was my second day on the air, I got some Louisville fan to like call in and scream at me for 15 minutes. And so they're like, okay, you're doing your job. But the one rule, I, the one thing I couldn't say, I couldn't call them dirty birds. Oh, that's a dumb rule. You can do that as much as you want at KSR. But, but the thing is, is like, what's so? Do like, they take it personal? I don't know what it was, but that was like, don't don't say that one. Don't say dirty birds. Yeah, like, I thought that's what we just called them. Yeah, like what's is chicken heads any better? <laughs> like, chicken heads very funny, but dirty birds is also very true. I mean, do I, we need <laughs> we say any more about Minority Hall? Like, yeah. I didn't know they were such a sensitive bunch. Not Actually, clean fun going on over there. Yeah, that was uh, when our turtleneck friend was uh, calling the shots over there too. So he he, he didn't like uh, criticism very much. So I do miss the jokes. Yeah, 
They've been kind of boring the last year. But just so whatever you do, do not, do not call the Louisville Cardinals dirty birds. Don't do that. I'm gonna do it. They I'm don't do it like for that. you. Don't. I'm gonna call in Vanetti's show and call them dirty birds. <laughs> um, okay, back to wait. What did you say? You said something that that I like wanted to finish my dirty birds point. And I just completely lost. I it thought could, it was going it, somewhere. It good. couldn't have been very. Important. It was going somewhere. You had no, your story. It was because it, it it's it's it hasn't. Been, they haven't been as good to make fun of. Lately. Yes, yeah. But we don't we don't have the whores over there anymore. Or Tom Jurich stealing money and bullying people. They've kind of gotten a little bland for my yeah. liking. But when they think they're good, is fun. And right now they think they're God's gift to basketball. Even though they almost blew a twenty point lead to Akron in like ten minutes. That was fun to watch. And then they think they're good because they can score 60 points against bad football teams. That's the thing I keep seeing. Oh, we had 62 points. It's like, yeah, you gave up 59. What, what good is and your you 62 almost, points? And you should have missed two onside kicks. I don't know how they didn't get the last one. You can pretty much tell Wake Forest got, or Wake, yeah, Wake Forest got it, and then it was somehow was a little ball yeah, in that, that game. That was a weird one. That was but there is no place they to just talk about other people's kicking. That's true. Okay, so here's... Let's stop talking about them. So to Let me talk about us. All right, I, I want to get to the kicking because if the game's close... Who's kicking? I'm going I know Ruffalo. Who's not. It might get wild. Well, the, Louisville's got a backup kicker, too. He's missing, true. He's missing... You think we're going to see a drop kick by Duffy to win the game? Ooh, I'm calling oh that now. Oh, my God. My head would be... one to a 28 victory, or and it's going to be on a 30-yard drop kick by Max Duffy. Not a drop kick. What if he just says, Stoops, I got this. I want to kick it, but I don't trust – who's the current holder? Whoever uh, it is. It's McKinnis. Yeah. yeah. I don't trust him. I want Bully McCall to hold for me. Ooh. What if we won like that? My head would explode. What I'd if Bully McCall kicked the field goal to win? Oh, man. Well, I know who's not kicking the field goal to win. And I don't mean to pile on the kid because I know his dad takes it very personal. <laughs> <laughs> but but really, can you can't keep putting him out there until he get, it's and it seems to be mental because he was a great it's kicker in high school. You can't keep putting him out there. It's only hurting him, really. Yeah, and it ha- it has to be a mental thing. Like there's there's no other reason because he has a good leg, and if you watch him practice, he can blast him. I know. And I mean, even the Vanderbilt game, like. Somebody said something to him, and he changed whatever he was doing, and then everything got back in line. So I don't know. Like, I want the kid to do well. I don't mean to pile on him, but you can't keep missing extra points no, and, and, and expect to play. So we, we talk about him at the NFL level a lot, but at least they're kicking it from, like, like that's, what, a 38-yarder Yeah. From, from their distance, I believe. This one, it really is, like, go put a tee out there and we'll toe bash it in. You know yeah, what I mean? Even like the ones that have gone in. You're like, whoo, how did that make it? Right. And so I, they went back to Ruffalo against UT Martin, and I guess I'll go back to him again. Like, I, I don't I don't know. But that's worrisome, and I'm not going to lie. Saturday night I was really wishing that I could just wave at Charles Walker from the press box. We did have a situation there. We, we had a situation there. And here, here's the thing where we're at right now, Chuck – is you know that if Ali does catch it, like, he's a good returner. Yeah. But catching is hard. As it's you hard. In the, in the rain, it's, I mean, obviously it's even harder. Um, and that one, I don't know. It, it's kind of like if it's not a perfect bounce and there's not anyone right next to you, just kind of let it roll. You already decided you were going to do that. 
This right. is a tough spot so. for Charles. This is like asking Tom Brady to talk about other quarterbacks who aren't as good. I mean, he's the best of all time. Yep. What's he going to say about someone else? in the nation. He's, you're just like, just catch it. It's not that hard. Well, and, and, but, like, so Mason King, which St. X guy too, right? Yep. Yeah, so he's a really good punter, he can too. Boot it. He's a team captain for he can a little bit. That's if you just can catch. But those, those are kicks, th- those are the best punters that you like to face. Is the people that distance. can the people that can boot it sixty yards because then you do have a return and it's You've not space. just twenty yeah. fair catches in a row that are thirty five yards and then your friends make fun of you for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I mean, like just catching the ball though, that can be the difference between fifteen and tw- or twenty yards. You know, of just or field position touchdowns and losing games because field position position is going to like that's a big part of Kentucky's success so far. This Absolutely. Year. Now. We should get in a little bit into the numbers game. So, on paper, you look at Louisville, you see their numbers. 2-2 out, well, he's got 1,000 yards. He's got – he had a 90-yard touchdown the last game. He's got a ton of big plays because that's what he does. You see M- – M- don't call me Malik Cunningham is – Yeah, wait, what is his name? Michael or Malik? Mikel. Okay, so why <laughs> – I didn't. Why was it Malik last year? <laughs> it okay. was definitely Malik at one it point. It was. It was I've never definitely heard Malik at Michael. one point. I actually got the story today, and it's really a terrible story. Is it one you can't share? No, no, it's one I can share, but it's just. Well, really, let's hear it because I'm really confused. Dumb. I didn't okay. know it wasn't Malik until ten so, seconds ago. So his name is Mikhail Malik Cunningham, middle name Malik. And uh, when he was a kid, what if people couldn't say Mikhail correctly? Okay. So. I think he got this question in, like, a media session. He was like, yeah, I've just been going by it because they couldn't say it right. And they're like, well, what if we could tell, call you by the right name? He's like, well, then call me by my first name. And then he told the SID, and since then he's just been going by his first name again. What so, is an SID? Sports Information Director. There so you you're, you're Susan Laxis for UK. Nilly. I was going to say Susan Tony, Lax. okay. All yeah, right, Kenny right. Klein for Louisville. He's the guy that uh, – he's the beer man at the end of the night. He's Louisville's rocket man. Vandy passes out beers after the game, too, as well, for the press. Wow. Mitch, <coughs> come on. Wait, you got free beer covering the game at Vandy? Yeah. What kind of horse shit is that in Lexington? <laughs> Vandy and Louisville. I can't even get a decent meal. We get Chick-fil-A at oh, Vandy? Oh, come on. I'm starting Vandy Sports Radio. Louisville, they have a carving table. Well, our game, I'm not one to complain about free food because I don't even eat it anyway, but whatever they had last week, I'm not even sure it was real meat. Yeah, wait, you don't eat meat? No, whatever they had out there, I don't know what it was. Was it pork? Oh. Was it chicken? Was it beef? Was it dog? I don't know what they had out there. Extra sloppy is what it is. Yeah, I gotta go to Vandy. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, also, this this Malik Cunningham story, you've really put my brain in a pretzel it's here. It's really, really bizarre. It reminds me of when Bouvier said, "That's not how you pronounce my name, but that's how people say it, so it's fine." It's like, well, if it's your name, dude. Correct somebody. Well, Bouvier still don't tell me, and he was, I roomed with him for three years. <laughs> his mom says it's Bouvier, but his dad says Bouvier, or I have that flip-flops. But even that, even their family can't decide on what yeah, they Yeah, they're like, just call. whatever you would call me. Just say it. Just yeah. Just, well, he's just, the nicest kid in the world. Just call so me for why. dinner. <laughs> that's a very big dad joke. Yeah, Dads love to tell that joke. Good dad joke. But M- McK- don't call me Malik Cunningham. He was not very good last year. This year, he's eighth in QBR right now. And I think Louisville is top ten in yards per attempt. So here's here's the deal. But he's only played like half the games. No, he's. I mean, he's played like seven of them, right? Okay, so a little more than half. And of those games, they've brought in 
They've, oh, they've, they've racked up. Pass people. as yeah, well as the, the I'm not, Conley, Evan yeah. Conley guy. Yeah. I'm not playing dumb. I really haven't followed Louisville whatsoever. I thought pass was Lamar Jackson 2.0. He looks like Lamar Jackson Pumbo. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Is, he, is he not good? No, no, no. He's bad. Very bad. Okay. Yeah, very bad at football. Maybe um, don't compare your quarterback to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't say your offense <laughs> is going to be better without Lamar Jackson. That's how you get fired, folks. Yep. yep. Um, and they, they've had that Conley kid as well. But I think uh, Cunningham has played. I mean, I can pull up his actual I mean, stats. He's, he was, yeah. He was hurt. But I just don't think it. saying he has a really good QBR necessarily means that much because – Well, but they have to meet a minimum threshold okay. for, for it to qualify. I got um, you. If you know what I mean. Yep. So, game log, he played in – I mean, he's played in – there were three games where he didn't have double-digit passing attempts. Uh, no, five games where he didn't have double-digit passing attempts. Three, sorry. I'm bad at reading because he only completed six passes. So, either way, Louisville has really good passing numbers because they've gotten really big plays off of them, but they actually run the ball a lot more than they pass. They've ran it two-thirds of their play calls have been runs. And the running back, he's a true freshman. Or true or redshirt freshman? Either way, freshman, Javion Hawkins. He's another big play guy. So, that's, that's really good. He runs what, hard, though. Yeah. we got to wrap up. And – that's what this game, I think, comes down to. I Chuck. was just going to say that. It's my key to the game. Which is just stop the run or wrapping no big up. plays. Not, not even just wrapping up because that could be a slant where the corner tries to just hit him or the safety tries to get a big hit. And I mean, they're, they're, let's, Louisville's, they're a decent team. Yeah. They're not what we thought they were going to be. So I thought they were going to suck, like, real bad. I'll at least say I'm not worried. I'm not worried, but we but we have to play well. Yes. I thought this was going to be another game up. like last year where it was kind of like, all right, we're going to be up and they'll quit. They're, they're coached well. They Coming believe in this year, coach, and we got to play well. I thought this would be a game where if Kentucky just put the pads on and showed up on time, they'd win. But they're yeah. going to have to play well. I, I think this is – we are in a weird situation in that there – like Kentucky hasn't played many teams like this. Most of the SEC is – Big, stout, strong defenses with a good run game. And Kentucky's done a really good job of slowing them down. Um, and really the only times they've struggled are when quarterbacks just get loose. Like, and that's one thing that Cunningham can do. I think Kentucky's going to be – like actually do a really good job. They'll probably give up a couple, like one or two 20, 30-yard runs. But other than that – Against straight like dives and zones, and all that Kentucky's defense has been great against the run. It's the annoying third downs where they're in great coverage, and the quarterback just gets loose and runs for first down. I think you're going to see some of those against Cunningham. Um, but will we see a passing touchdown? Because UK doesn't give up many of those. Six it's all not, year. It's not a lot. Best in the country. And here's the thing. So the teams that are most comparable to U of L and is like how much they throw the ball, Missouri, Arkansas, Eastern Michigan. Like, no, those teams are obviously not good. But I just – if Louisville uh, – I'm really going to end up talking myself into a big win, Drew. I just know that by Saturday I'm going to be on the pregame show just like, Kentucky's going to kick their ass. Like, I just, I yeah, know that's where I am in my, in my journey. I we, still think we are, too. I think we won by 19. The spread's down to three. <laughs> Us or them, though? We're favorited, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Still, three? Come on. 
So here, okay, now, I think, A, it's a good thing if it's a low-scoring game that favors Kentucky. You don't, I mean, obviously Louisville's been in a lot more shootouts. If you look at just the close games, Louisville's been better in close games this year. They have. Well, yeah, but they've also let the team come back yeah, in most of their yeah, game, or they haven't been able to put them away. It's their own damn fault it's been close. Whereas, like, in Kentucky's case, they're, like, fighting to stay in the game. I think this is a game where it, it comes down to whoever plays well that day. I think it, both teams could walk away with it. I think the Cats are going to do it because we're going to prepare well, and we're at home, and we need seven here. And then we need to finish with a bowl win for eight. And we're not going to let Satterfield come in in his first year nope. and beat us. Nope. So there you go. I mean, after all, Appalachian State, look at him this year. They're better without Scott Satterfield. Yeah, he was he was a, uh, what do you call it? System coach. System system coach. Yeah. App Sist- State system coach. Yeah, an App State system coach. Uh, obviously, he was a I got belief of the, in the boys. school. But really, where I think it comes down to, how is, is Kentucky converting short yard situations? That's, I think that's all the game comes down to because if you look at the two close calls they've had this year, if they get two yards against Tennessee, if they get a couple more against Florida. Tennessee's at, defense is much better than Louisville's. You give me definitely. UK's offensive line and how many yards they need to get, one, two, three, short yardage situation, I'm a lot more confident it's getting done this Saturday. It, a lot of it comes down to blocking and tackling. So, Joe, want to do a fi- uh, just like we're, we're going to do this live looking up stats. Okay. Because I think from a – so Kentucky's defense right now, they rank 20 – where are they ranked in total defense? I know it's in – oh, that's total offense. I don't want that. I want total defense. Total defense, they're at 22nd in America right now. That's pretty good, okay? Let's look at some of the opponents that Louisville's played in total defense. Notre Dame, they're 17th. There we go. Okay, so that's one good Ooh, defense. Is that App State I see at 19? Yeah. Assistant coach. coach, yeah. Uh, Clemson, they're number two. Okay, let's look for the next ACC team that Louisville played in total defense. They didn't play Virginia Tech. Uh, let's see here. We're in the 50s. NC State's at 54. Okay, there so there, there we go. They Almost played the had a top 50. Yeah, there we go. Um, do we have Virginia anywhere in here? I feel like Virginia, they said they had a good defense. Oh, Miami, they actually had a good defense. What happened in that Miami game, Drew? Do you remember? I do not. Why will you remind me? Louisville lost 54-24. to 24. And then who did Miami just lost to FIU yes, this that, week? Yes, they also that I, you, Yeah, they also that one. Uh, oh, uh, Virginia did have a top 25 defense. They beat them. So, Louisville's played one good game against a good defense all year. That's it. I You're talking me into a blowout. Why are you doing this? It's just – it's just the thing is, is football, it's, it's blocking and tackling. And their athletes have been good. But really all that – they haven't played athletes like we have. Really the athletes that they talk about a, a lot. I think Kentucky's played guys like Tutu Atwell and Javion Hawkins. The ones they've been bad against are guys like Des Fitzpatrick, the big wide receivers. Louisville fans aren't even talking about that, dude. I'm worried more about a big wide receiver catch and jump balls than anything. That's what got him. He's, had, he's had some really nice catches too in big time games. Exactly. So I'm more worried about that dude than anybody else. I think Louisville is going to score, Drew. But if Kentucky keeps that 30 or under streak alive, I can't see Louisville holding Kentucky to less than six yards of carry. No, and I'm st- I'm not joining you in that Louisville will score a lot. I don't like I said I don't know a lot about them. I know that they have some couple big playmakers with the 
Toot, Toots Magoot guy. What's his name? Tutu? Toot, Tutu, yeah. Tutu. Him and then the Hawkins running back. But Kentucky's defense has been great all year against much better offenses. You're not going to talk me into Louisville putting up a bunch of points. I mean, Tutu Atwell weighs 165 pounds. <laughs> too, so. And his I name's mean, Tutu. <laughs> yeah. like, like, but he's on, good. Are you I mean, really? He's good. Like, but just please, just tell. Denzel Ware could actually just put the trash can on him if yeah. he was just still here. Yeah, him, yeah. yeah. I mean, Vince Merrill's got to be like, really, guys, y'all going to lose to a guy named Tutu? I bet that's been said many times so far. So, Louisville's rush defense, guess where they rank nationally? Mm. Not good. 86th. Oh, I was going to say 95. Guess what UK's rush offense ranks? 29. 12th. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. And that's counting the games where we were throwing Where's our pass off. That was when Chuck, Charles Walker was calling 40 passes a game. I saw your Smith, that quarterback, too. Where's our pass offense? It's probably not. You're good. really mad about the passing. I mean, I just think you can't just have an all-run tell offense. That to, tell that to You Navy. can't against Louisville. Because they can't tackle. I mean, I hope you're right. Okay. I mean, I'm all about winning games. Not I'm not about the stats. But they're not going to line up in like a bowl game. Right. The I did, way they're playing. Can I? Can I just read off some of the teams that Kentucky's in company with with their pass offense? This, yes. This is a fun company: Army, Navy, Air Force. So the military academies. Mm -hmm. Triple option. Rutgers, teams. who is pr maybe one of the worst college football teams this year. Who can't even get Greg Schiano to be their coach? Even Greg Schiano's like, screw this. Like, I'm not dealing with your all's crap. Georgia Southern, another triple option team, and Wyoming. And Georgia Tech, who's going from uh, a, read op a triple option to. But we can't dump on the passing stats when you're rushing for 462 no, it's yards in ball, a game. Man. We, I agree. we are a quadruple option with Len Bowden at quarterback. Suck it, Chuck. If, if Chuck we, it. we keep bringing up the other sport, but if UK basketball hits 53s in a game. No one's going to say, well, we should be taking more twos so we're balanced. dunking it The more. threes are working. The running is working. Or if you dunked it 60 times a game in one. No one's going to say, well, we should we shoot. And you know what? Here Charles is. Here he, he is. on a wide receiver. Throw me the ball, coach. Divas. You, you I, bet, I bet you were just in the middle of locker room drama all the time, stirring it up. <laughs> That's me. Just Lamar Thomas. He was calling you Chuck. Just making you mad, and meanwhile, you were like telling Patrick Tolles, like, "Don't throw it to the other guys." Just and, me. and freshman Lynn Bowden, I guess he walks in, and you let him know, "Hey, this is my team. This is my locker room." Yep, that's can, it. Pretty can much. Can you imagine Charles <laughs> just being like a boy? No, <laughs> I was actually Marquand McCall before he was Marquand McCall. <laughs> that was my nickname. Oh man, well, we'd love to have you back returning punts. Yes, we, we would love you to see a Charles Walker fair catch. Instead, we're going to see you in the tailgate lot on Saturday. We're going to see a lot of people there Saturday. I know it's going to be rainy, but this is the biggest Governor's Cup in quite some time. It's Can we talk about awesome. that? I love that name. People are hating on it, saying we should call it the Bourbon Bowl. I love the Governor's Cup. I think it's a nice name for, for a, a rivalry game. Hey, we yeah. get to see your friend Matt Bevan, Drew. Yeah, his last Governor's Cup. Dude, That's you sad. Got, you got to go down the field after the game. I will. I'll get a picture with him. Yeah, ask for a selfie. But hey, man, you're on your way out. Just thought I'd get a picture. Oh, Matt Bevan. Also, I had a bet on the game, just so you know. Governor. <laughs> <laughs> man, but. And you won't be getting any of those tax dollars, Governor. <laughs> I just enjoy the trash talking this week because this is a great week for it. Louisville fans think they're good. They're just not. A, just a reminder. I hope we've given dirty you, bird fans. Is what I you hope to we've say. given you plenty of ammunition against the dirty birds. To when they say, "Oh, you're going to be beating UT Martin," be like, "Oh, you're going to beat NC State, and Boston in the College." ACC? 
the Miami. ACC, ooh, the ACC uh, their division that they're in. So Kentucky, the SEC East, according to the metrics in SP Plus, third best division in football. The ACC Coastal is the ninth ranked division, I believe. Tenth ranked. Tenth sounds better than ninth. So well, just go with it. I'm just going to go with it. I could look it up really quick. Eleventh. But the ACC sucks. Fifteenth. <laughs> it is the fifteenth best. They division. have one good team in it, and that's it. They play nobody all year long. Every time they play a good team, they get kicked. And when here's the thing: this it's, football is about blocking and tackling. Kentucky can block better than Louisville. And they can tackle better than Louisville. The Cats are going to run all over the cards. It is going to be oh so fun this Saturday at Kroger Field. Can't wait to see y'all there. Boom. Go Cats. 8 a.m. pregame show. Go Krogering. Suck it, Dirty Birds. And peep the technique.